London listed Bennington Holdings is a UK-based structural steel specialist with a respected heritage of over 75 years. It's recently announced a profit before tax ahead of market expectations and what it says is a healthy pipeline of opportunities. Mark Smith, the chief executive, he joins us now on the line. Mark, welcome. It's great to be able to catch up with you because that's a fairly bold uh, statement in a sector that's feeling the going tough as construction projects are in some part being put on ice. Uh, what is it about Billington that is standout in your mind? Um, firstly, we're a group of companies, so we, we supply um, construction solutions. Um, the main focus, though, is the largest group company is Billington Structures, so it takes probably 85% of the group uh, revenue. Um, it it um, designs, fabricates and erects structural steelwork for many sectors, now, you mentioned some sectors are under some kind of, of stress at the moment. Yes, that's true. But we actually spread all of the um, our work trade against over all the sectors. And some are more robust than others. Energy from waste, we're finding, is, is very robust at the moment. And data and the film industry itself. Um, and we supply and erect structural steelwork to all of these sectors. Um, traditionally, the on online retail distribution warehouses have been very, very um, prevalent, and you've probably seen these as you, you've been up and down the motorway. Um, however, they're they're somewhat stalled, and that sector seems to be taking a little pause at the moment. And that tends to be focused upon now a more increasing requirement for a pre-let, and not so much speculative development. What about uh, the economic backdrop? I mean, to what degree? Where, where, where there's frailty in the markets, to what degree is it inflation? What degree is it rising interest rates? Is it uh, lack of consumer demand, the end user? What is it that's that's causing the little bit of a bump in the road for some parts of this sector? Um, inflation mainly, although the the steel industry itself specifically has had some very big challenges in so much that we've we've had the Ukraine conflict where um, that has affected our steel supply and superinflated some elements of our steel price. They've gone up exponentially, um, which has affected um, building cost plans. On the back of that, we've seen the increase, or almost traditional inflation on a lot of building materials, which then has put project cost plans under stress. That's really got to a, a, a tipping point now and it's stalling projects. And so only the robust projects where there is an end user, um, a proper funding in place, are coming to market. Um, but what we're seeing now um, is there has been a relatively sharp drop in the steel price and a levelling out of steel costs to a point now where that's got to be bottoming out. These stall projects, we are seeing that. We're probably one of the materials at the front of these developments. So we're seeing it earlier than others. So we've seen that that regression in steel price, which, to be honest, has been affected by our performance. Um, we've we've benefited out of some of these long term contracts where we've had a fixed price. We've benefited from that steel price regression. Now, um, what we're seeing now is that that's more stabilised, and we that there's no further fall because the steel manufacturing companies um, haven't been making profit, so they're levelled out now. And so we're seeing, I anticipate we'll see a more balanced steel price now going forward, which gives the, the market some stability. Yeah, we've, we've been talking as well in the last couple of years about the problems with supply chains. To what degree has all that 
been mended now as well? It does that all come in the same sort of comment as the fact that we've now got a more normal market? Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, coming back to the Ukraine conflict, that put some elements of steel material under stress of supply. I think it was all a surprise to us when we we all realised, even us as deeply entrenched in the industry, just what effect Ukraine had on the UK steel supply industry, and that one company in the UK was actually Ukrainian owned, and all of its steel was coming into the UK from Ukraine. Um, the, the steel mill at Mariupol that went offline almost overnight because of the conflict really affected a certain type of steel that was being supplied flat plate into the UK. The steel industry is versatile. It took us a while to locate another source of that steel plate from world supply. But in that interim period, the cost of that steel plate went up remarkably. And so that's really affected not only steel supply, but also inflation and value of that particular material. To what degree is it possible to source steel here in the UK now? We've been hearing over the years a lot of pressures in this industry, and we know that there's been a lot of government support for some companies. Uh, and a lot of it, of course, is subject to uh, ongoing government discussions. But what is the state of the steel industry here in the UK now? Well, the steel industry itself, um, we've got really one major steel producer for construction sections, which is British Steel. And and they've recently announced that they're investing heavily into their plants um, to, to get a more balanced supply between blast furnace produced and electric arc produced, and with a high concentration on dealing with um, emissions and their carbon footprint. And so the steel industry in terms of British Steel is very robust. Um, well-funded. However, as I say, to help and assist some of this development and and uh, deal with their responsibilities in terms of carbon emissions, they are investing heavily and looking for support in doing so. Mm. I just want to talk a little bit about your backdrop. My understanding is we spoke about this before we went to air, uh, and this is actually a film, mm. a film studio. I mean, this gives an idea of the sort of um, construction projects you're in on. Uh, just talk us through some of the projects you're involved with at, at the moment. Do they tend to be private or do you go into government contracts as well, these big infrastructure projects that the government is trying to sponsor, such as hospitals and schools? We, we do. We, we supply to all of these sectors, government and privately funded. I mean, the backdrop you've noted there is, is a film studio called Pinewood Studios. We've also just recently completed development at Shepparton. And that sector has been very, very robust over a period of time. Now, in itself, there has been a, a change to the government's approach to rateable value of film studios, which unfortunately has stalled a number of developments, some of them being fairly high profile in the press. We're hopeful that there's a negotiations, negotiations underway for, for that to again equalise. And that industry itself um, has stalled, but we it again is robust and there's um, a very much a focus on the UK being a centre of excellence with film production, of which we fully support and we're part of that, that industry that, that helps and promotes it. To what, to what degree do you get involved with the residential sector? Is this something that's just too small for a company of your sort of experience and background or, or, or do you get involved in small uh, pieces of steel that are supplied for lintels and, and uh, uprights and so forth in, in residential buildings? We, we do in some degrees. We have a, um, a steel processing company called Shafton Steel Services, 
that supplies the smaller contractors as well as larger contractors. And it essentially cuts, burns, shapes, small steel um, and thick, heavy steel alone. And we will we will supply that industry. But Billington structures themselves, residential, unless it's a very, very large tower block or or very large housing development, we don't see um, the volume in that sector that, that keep us interested. We're more industrial, commercial, um, infrastructure, power, um, and a lot of our work has been focused of late around the energy from waste sector. So we're now on our fifth energy from waste development, um, which is promoting, you know, uh, dealing with the power crisis we've got in the UK. Well, this takes us on to this um, target of, of zero carbon. It, does this affect you at all, the, the government's push towards um, uh, a zero carbon footprint for us all in decades to come? Um, well, we're very conscious of our carbon footprint and Billington Structures is carbon neutral. And we are now in the process, as are two, if not three of our other group companies. And our aim is within the next few months, the whole group will be carbon neutral. So... It, it really focuses back on um, the funders and the developers' requirement to develop um, responsibly. And so they want a, a development that is, is responsible for their carbon footprint. And so all of us are challenged with, with dealing with this, and, and so we should be. And so, yes, it's an it's a issue for the construction industry, but it's one we're taking responsibly and dealing with well. Um, there are larger pressures on the um, steel material producers to deal with this because that's more of an issue. Um, however, again, um, heavy, heavy, heavily funded with help and assistance by government for some of um, the uh, steel producing companies, um, they're dealing with that now um, with the aim to be carbon neutral by um, 2030 and carbon zero by 2050. Mm. We get every day we get closer and closer and it worries me more and more that uh, we're going to miss the miss the targets on that. But in the interim, as I said at the mm. top, you have just announced that you are going to be seeing profit uh, before tax be ahead of market expectations. Um, what is the main driver of your business at the moment? Clearly, things are going well. Uh, what sort of visibility do you have out uh, further on out from this year into the next few years or so? What are your thoughts on on uh, potential business activity? Again, the sectors that we are supplying into energy from waste have a very large gestation period from order to steelwork on site. So you do tend to get more visibility and they are the larger projects. And so we've currently um, got one of those which is focusing in, in 24's pipeline. But um, we're also supplying into the data centre um, market. That's very, very robust with the drive for um more and more cloud-based storage. And so, again, that tends to be um, more robust in terms of, and, and give you better visibility of pipeline. So um, would I like more work um, building up and a good robust order book in, in 24? Yeah, of course I would. I'd love all of our work in 24 secured. But um, at the moment, we're pretty happy with where we're at and we're in that work building process as we speak now. Yeah, Mark, just, just one final question. What's the message to shareholders? You've seen recently um, a, a, a recent record high in the stock in, in recent years. Uh, we have seen a little bit of a pullback. 
Uh, but broadly speaking, I mean, it's not performed too badly over the last year or so. Uh, what's the message to shareholders in Billington Holdings? Um, well, the reaction to the share price is something that we can't control. And um, we have an awful lot of advisors and analysts that, that could probably advise you as better than I could as to um, uh, what's happened with the share price itself. Uh, all I can say is that um, the, we have a very, very strong balance sheet. We have a, a, a good, robust company, and I concentrate on the performance of the company and hope that's reflected in the share price. Um, likewise, you know, we, there's a lot of value in there. We've got a good pipeline, and currently the, the, the company, a group of companies, is trading very well. So that's really what I've got to offer for our, our supporters and shareholders. Yeah. No, it's a pleasure, Mark, for to catch up with you. Thanks indeed for your time, uh, finding out more about the steel industry and also the construction industry uh, broadly. That's Mark Smith. He's the chief executive of Billington Holdings. Mm-hmm.